Ask the Podcast Coach for September 18th, 2021. Let's get ready to podcast. There it is. It's that music that means, hey, it's Saturday morning. It's time for Ask the Podcast Coach, where you get your podcast questions answered live. I'm Dave Jackson from the School of Podcasting. Dot com and joining me right over there is the one and only Jim Cullison from the Average TV. Jim, how's it going, buddy? Greetings, Dave. Happy Saturday morning to you. And I'm here with the Dave Garofalo, two guys smoke shops here in in uh, New Hampshire. There we Dave, go. Welcome. welcome. Good to have you back. Oh, honored you came to visit. Yeah. And uh, glad to be on Ask the Podcast Coach, Dave Jackson. Thank you so much. Oh, glad to have you, buddy. It's uh it's that's an amazing room that Jim is in. He's got this whole studio and uh you'll hear the voice of God better known as uh as Ed. Hi, Ed, Ed Sullivan's with us as well. Ed, say hi. I'm just the disembodied voice over at the board. Oh, <laughs> uh, which well, is always funny. Dave, even though we're here, right? Even though we're right, we're somewhere right. else, we're still super thirsty. So can you? <laughs> we need can to you hook you up with some some yeah, coffee. Absolutely. Coffee? And of course, that coffee pour is brought to you by our good friend Mark over at PodcastBranding.co. If you need a logo, if you need podcast artwork, if you need a whole stinking website. If uh, you need your your if you go branding, what's branding? If you need an audit, then go over to podcastbranding.co. And uh, I believe, if I remember right, the logo that Dave has on his mug there is yes. created by the one and only Mark over at podcastbranding.co. And uh, let me grab it, uh, uh, Dave. We're gonna we're gonna zoom in. Yeah, there it is. The Cigar that. Authority logo once again. Yeah created by the lovely the talented mark over at podcastbranding.co so if you need to look professional and i was doing something last night oh i was uh i found a new tool called voice form and i had to upload my logo and every time i upload my logo i'm like thank you mark i look so much better than i used to so if you need it go over to podcastbranding.co and tell him that jim and dave sent you captain go so thank you for 11 years the same logo we had for 11 years and i heard the ad on this show and i said it's time for to freshen this thing up and uh so it's not just somebody looking for a logo that never had one before your logo is most likely used up and old and and you put that really everywhere right now yeah yeah Yeah, because it looks good because the other one we kind of threw together ourselves 12 years ago yeah and uh now Uh, it looks cool and it is professional yeah yeah, uh, Dave. We should we should give some credit to our friends over uh, Dan Lefebvre over at uh, yeah. True Story Podcast, based on a True Story Podcast dot com. If you're looking for a podcast, to listen to. Look at you can actually see it here, <laughs> which, is, which is pretty great. So Dan, Dan, of course, uh, if you're looking for a a podcast that really talks about you know anything based on a true story, was it really? Dan talks about it. So Dan, thanks for sponsoring the mug um, as well. Dave, we Dave Jackson. I'm going to have to start saying yes. Dave Jackson, Dave Garofalo. Yeah, yeah. Dave. better is, than two Johns. I this guess. is going to be a challenge. You were in, <laughs> uh, in the pre-show. You were mentioning, you know, the, of course, uh, the Cigar Authority has been a very successful podcast, right? I mean, th- thousands, yeah. tens of thousands, is tens of say, thousands, tens of thousands, and yet you you run one of the largest cigar uh, 
retail outlets in the in the, in world. the world in the world and um i have it has flip-flopped that i am the guy from the cigar authority podcast yeah. and not the guy that did everything he did for 36 years to build the empire i built <laughs> nope it's this this is what it is and it, as much as it's very nice that it's this yeah. it's almost like really you know you, you can't believe <laughs> the amount of work i did for that and this is what i'm known for but do you think i mean does cigar authority become what it is if the retail outlet isn't what it is. Would that happen? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It, it, and what comes first, the chicken or the egg, right? You know, the other way around, would it have, would have, would it have built my business or did my build, business build my podcast? Yeah. Or did it have nothing to do with each yeah. other? I don't know. Yeah. It, well, you, you don't. You don't. You can't go back. But I, I, I seem to think, well, you guys were an overnight success that took 10 years. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> right. Let's say Dave knows. I mean, it was 2010 for me. I didn't go 2005, but 2010, people said, podcast? What? How do yeah. I do that? How do I, you know? So it, it, the beginning part was horrible. Yeah. Well, and your topic with your demographic of cigar smokers skews a lot older anyway right. anyway so it wasn't like he was doing a tech podcast most of the his target audience hadn't figured things out way back then well, well i mean the 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 podcast industry has matured in that time yes. as well like lots more opportunities whether it's a clubhouse we'll talk yeah. about that in a little bit um or even on the social media sites getting facebook twitter yeah. linkedin some of those haven't grown dave jackson as we think about i mean Certainly, there are those in the podcasting space who have retail outlets behind them and then use those, right, as powerful tools to continue to promote their product. But it really, you know, as I was hanging out, we had a little we had a little uh, after show, uh, after party yes. probably, uh, uh, last night. And there's folks there, uh, Dave Jackson, from all from all over, you know, Michigan, Montana, California, and a, a great opportunity, right, to bring folks in that aren't your local customers. Right, right. right. Um, and, and you know, we do have an online presence, thank God. Right. Um, but when building the podcast, I thought I was going local and I'm right. driving people to the store. Uh, little did I know uh, it was worldwide. Right. And, uh, okay, so now we have to change gear a little bit and talk a little different to people instead of giving the address of the store, which yeah. we stopped doing a long time ago. <laughs> Maybe we'll give the web address. That's mm -hmm. all. Yeah. Yeah, Dave Jackson, you want to add anything to that? Well, I just think it's amazing. Again, for anyone who's who just kind of popped in, you know, for lack of a better phrase, you guys are in Boston, and to come from Montana, I mean, it's like the complete opposite side of the country. You know, that's pretty amazing. You know, so well, and I was telling they, they Dave, took their vacation in order to do it because our show yeah, was on yeah. our event we did was on Thursday. They show up on Wednesday and they're coming for the show today on Saturday. Yeah. So this was actually it, it breaks my heart, actually, that they <laughs> saved their one week paid vacation for me. You yeah. know, and I'm like, yeah. I'm sorry. And the guy comes with his wife and I'm like, <laughs> you know, I don't know what to say besides I'm sorry. And she said, are you kidding me? We like it. So I don't know. It's weird. The uh, last night, the the folks from Montana who brought who brought the the the, the uh, beverages, yeah, will say uh, he owns a liquor store, and he was asking me some questions about starting a podcast, and and then I said, you know, he's like, no, there's probably not that many liquor podcasts, and I was like, oh, oh yeah, there's, there's, there's a actually, lot, there's actually quite a few. I said, but that shouldn't stop absolutely, you, right? Find the niche or the different thing because there wasn't a lot of cigar podcasts, that's for sure, but there is now. 
Yeah. And it's no problem. I, I know them all and we're all friendly and they do it differently than we do it. And I listen to theirs and they listen to mine. They, yeah. they make believe like they don't listen to mine, but I, I know you're listening. <laughs> <to mine. laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and you have like you have, uh, you know, oftentimes you feature guests that are in the industry, but sometimes, I mean, you're, you've brought in other influencers or you're going yeah, to, from comedians yeah. to athletes and, you know, and even 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 some folks that may be in your space. Right. Some influencers that or some other retailers. You've yes. been on other retail oh, yeah. podcasts. Right. So, oh, yeah. Um, that works. It's in the in in this industry. It still works to kind of do some cross promotion. Yeah, or? listen. Maybe their audience doesn't listen to my show, so I go on their show, and right. the same vice yeah. versa, or yeah. something, and and they'll decide at that point. Uh, it doesn't have to be that them or us. It can right. be both. You know, so they can, they can do that. Yeah, I always say it's not radio where you're both on at 7.30. You know what I mean? It's like you can listen to Dave on Monday and listen to this other guy on Tuesday. And if there's another cigar one, listen to that on Wednesday. You know, I think right now the average podcast listener listens to six episodes a week. So something like that. And we always try to figure out, are they saying six episodes or six shows? You know, there's a, there's a difference in that, but right. it's not uh, it's not radio, and uh, by all means. And the other thing is, when you kind of make friends with your, and I'm going to put up air quotes here, you know, competition, uh, who else can you geek out about with cigars? You know, when I hang out with Daniel J. Lewis or, you know, Ray Ortega or Jim or anybody, you know, we all geek out on podcasts. And, you know, if you cut those people out of your your network, you're missing an opportunity to, uh, you know, find out, you know, they, they might, they may know something or bring something different to the table. So that's cool. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. When you guys had what, like 400 people there last night, was that the yeah. four, four twenty? So, so talk about a little bit what it takes. I and, mean, you know, so this is with a quarter of those folks being from out of town. Yeah. We think that's, uh, that's, Ed, that's yeah, what th- you think about the number 25%. is. 25%. And yeah. that, that's much more than it's been in the past. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. This was obvious to, to me before Ed said it to me and said, ask the question. I went on stage and asked the question, and they yeah. they raised their hand. I'm like, wow. And at that point, it clicked. And I said, okay, this is not about the retail store. This is the cigar. This is the podcast. Um, it, it, it is now morphing yeah. into more podcast than it is the store, I think. So knowing that now, like you're seeing the trend happening where you're like, okay, the pot, we've got the podcast, we've got this event. They're starting to blend. Yes. Right. They're starting to blend. When you think about uh, future facing audience engagement, what maybe do you think about differently in the future? So with my 36th anniversary, my eighth anniversary is when I started celebrating the anniversary of the store. I said, oh, my God, I did this eight years in a row. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to start telling people now it's 36. Maybe it's time for the Cigar Authority to say, okay, it's been 12 years. Yeah. So can we have some sort of uh, like what happened last night, a right. little little get After together party, or something yeah, yeah. Um, as opposed to them coming up for the show or do I mix them both together? This is all talk like yeah, yeah. 30 minutes ago yeah. of having the conversation of right. what should I do? I don't know what to right. do, but it'll be discussed and we'll figure out what to do and some long-term goal to say, okay, uh, what I'd like to do, by the way, anyway, is to start something and then make it an annual thing. Right. All the work that goes into the first one and then you throw it away and you never do the thing again. Well, if you if you do it properly, it can be an annual thing. That's even episodes on my podcast. If I get a good podcast show, a good subject, it becomes the annual 
whatever, cigar of the year, the annual this, yeah. this, this, or whatever, and it makes life easy. I have to fill 52 weeks, so if I can get, you know, 25% of those annual shows, beautiful, make, makes life easier, uh, and people start looking forward to those things, too. Um, we have for the, you know, the same thing with that happens on our event that we did. It's always in mid-September that we have our event. The tickets go on sale the first Saturday of May. Um, they sell out one day. It's always really? the same. Yeah. yeah. So people are saying yesterday, oh, my God, I have to go next year. When are you putting tickets on sale for a Saturday in May? And that's it. And it's always the same. Because I was going to ask about that. How how far in advance do you start promoting that? Because this isn't one of those things where you like, you know, you, you do it a couple weeks beforehand. But you might be able to pull that off. Holy cow, that's amazing. But it, yeah. the, it is in May, and it's the event's in September. So that gives you plenty of time to sell tickets if you're not. And, and really, when it comes down to, well, do we celebrate the store? And then do we celebrate the podcast? And do, it's, it really, it's all about your bandwidth. Because every time you do one of those things, it's more setup, it's more promotion. You know, So that's where you could have them all together, this one big giant, let's celebrate the store and the podcast. You know, I don't know if you want to do the Cigar of the Year. You could have this big, huge blowout. But then it's like you said, it, it's it's kind of cool. It's I mean, you have you have Christmas and then you have your birthday. I always felt bad for the guy that was, you know, born on. I, I dated a girl once that was born December 24th. So she's like, yeah, I get gypped totally. Whereas if you, if you have multiple events kind of at different times of the year, it gives you another chance to ramp it up. But if you get too many of those, then you get burned out. You're like, oh, I got to play on another event. Here's the thing that occurred to me. Right. You sold 420 tickets. You could sell a thousand. Yeah, of course. Mm. Now, there's not enough room for them. If you combine these things, now the podcast people are pushing out the retail p- people in terms of what yes. you can accommodate. Mm. Yeah. So that that sort of says to me, it makes sense to separate them out. Make sure the retail people all get their tickets they want for this show, and then move the uh, cigar authority people to their own event. I, I, I respond a little negative, Delia, because I don't. As, as an outsider, you, I still want to be on. You're not excluded from. Well, yeah, I know. You can but, do both. Yeah, no, I know. But I want to make sure, like, I as, as an outsider, they, I get in on all the. Jim, they will take too. your money. You can go to every <laughs> event you want to go to. Well, but it does, uh, Ed. You 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 bring up a great point, and I think it's knowing who's going where and who's doing what, and then. For you, I mean, when we were talking about it uh, yesterday, you're adding another, like, so say you add another event on, or you make today a bigger day than it is, and you're involved in That's another thing for yeah. you to worry about and to plan, right? Any thoughts on economizing that in some ways or thinking of different ways that you can do it where maybe you don't have to do that? Or even the stores. I mean... The, the staff in the stores are working hard during yeah. this weekend, too, if you Everybody ask them did. to do another one. Any thoughts or ideas as you think through economizing that? Uh, I'll give you one example is maybe just having the food all 100% catered. Right? Yeah. Somebody brings in food for that. You don't have to worry about yeah. it. They do all the stuff. But any thoughts on that, Dave? Well, it's unfortunate the way my mind works. It goes the opposite. You're yeah. saying, Dave, how do you make it easier for you? Yeah. Where I'm looking at next year and saying, how about a party after the party? Yeah. So the, the night was over, uh-huh. and some people went some places. Yeah. And why can't they go back to my store at midnight right. and some manufacturer uh, host yeah. the thing or yeah. whatever and do that? Or how about beforehand, everybody was in the parking lot basically right. tailgating beforehand. Right. Right. Why don't we do something at the, at the store uh, and bring them there and just add more? 
crap to my plate, but that's <laughs> that's what I end up doing to myself. So I, I do need somebody. I need a psychiatrist on the other side <laughs> saying, all right, calm down. You're getting older here. Make it easier. But I want to make it better. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, and unfortunately, making it better requires it to be more complicated and more work. Uh, but I try to outdo myself. And people say it to me at the end of every single show that, that I do is, what are you going to do next year? How are you going to outdo yeah. yourself yeah. this time? Yeah. You know, and it, right now that's in my mind. And I have to gear next year's up to make it better than this year's. Yeah. And that goes for the podcast itself. Next week's show, I try to make better than this week's show, all this time, just try to keep improving little things, uh, learning from other people, especially the school of podcasting and stuff. Um, you know, we were talking about Clubhouse a little yeah, while ago yeah, yeah. of, yes, I heard it on the show and said, what can I do? And we talk about the Cigar Authority podcast on our Clubhouse on Thursday nights. Yeah. And we take some of the information we get because we really get to talk to the listeners where we don't on our podcast. Right. Here they are t telling us, and then we bring that information. So we're, we're you know, the after show on Wednesday, the uh, clubhouse on Thursday, and then the show is on Saturday. And then it just keeps going. Yeah. You know, the, yeah. the normal Tuesday is I'll stop by Dave's office. He'll say, did you hear? Ask the podcast coach. Should we be looking at this? Should yes. we be doing this? So <laughs> it's really a constant, constant effort to change things and tune them and, and try to make the show better. Yeah. I'm, I'm an older dude. And, and you know what, what I see that happens in, in I, and I hear in all kinds of industries that they say, Oh, the guy's old and stuff and he doesn't get with the times. And I said, I never want to be that guy. I want to move up with the times. And when the internet came in, we're the first ones doing it. We're barcoding things. And we, we were actually the second cigar company to have a website and okay, we get the website going. Now, what's the next thing? And, and whatever the next thing is, podcasting. Nobody was doing it. Okay, I'm, yeah. I'm going to be a retailer doing podcasting. Whatever the next deal is, you guys mentioned Clubhouse. The next week, I was like, okay, how do I set up Clubhouse yeah. and uh, what's the next thing to do? Well, and you guys went through, and Dave Jackson, you and I, you know, we have a Clubhouse open, but we really haven't. I mean, it's there. Yeah. Right. We, besides the first couple of weeks we did it, we didn't get, we haven't gotten a lot of engagement. Yeah. Yeah, we, we had a ton when nobody could get into it and everybody was talking about it. Like, how do I get in? How do I get in? So it was super hot. Right now we got Chris and Joel are listening in, in Clubhouse. I don't really promote it a lot. I Like yesterday, I was so proud of myself because I actually made the room a day ahead of time. So if people happen to be looking for podcasting, they could find it and go, oh, add this to my calendar and things like that. I should. I should. In fact, I'm going to. I can make that reoccurring. And the only reason I didn't was there was some weird rule that you had to have so many uh rooms before you could have a club well now i have a club it's just it's they change the rules over there all the time so i just need to make that reoccurring so people know it's there if they want to listen to it but uh i know good yeah well let me say one of the one of the things you guys did differently on clubhouse that we didn't do is and it didn't wasn't it wasn't a hit right away like i i, I kind of was with you guys as you yeah. struggled to kind yeah. of figure out like, what are we going to do with this thing? I and, love that it's not recorded because well, nobody hears that horrible stuff that, the, you, I, that you did here. Well, yeah. I think, but, but, but I think that's part of the secret to your success in a lot of ways is I hear you're having conversations on there with people who norm, because they wouldn't say these kinds of things yes. on a podcast. They'll Absolutely. say them on Clubhouse. Yes. Can, you, can you talk a little bit about that? Uh, so, you know, this is industry people that are in there, and they may jump in and say something, and they say, well, this, you know, of course, there, there's a whole bunch of people listening, and, and they'll say, well, this isn't for public 
well, you're saying you're public, but it's not recorded. <laughs> yeah. Therefore, it disappears and it's gone, and they right, feel right. feel okay with that. Or they they question something, uh, you know, really uh, specific industry stuff yeah. that somebody will say. Right. But we, we kind of peel back the curtain a little bit on that show. Yeah. And then we take that and bring it to the the regular show. I would just I would just say never assume that it's not being recorded. <laughs> yeah, well, of course. Because, I mean, I, I, I record stuff all the time. I play somebody contact this this week because I played a small clip of Howard Stern in my last episode. And they said, how are you doing that legally? I said, I'm not doing it legally. I go, it's illegal. Don't. I said, now, if I were to get challenged on that, the. Uh, defense I would use in court and court is not cheap. I go is I also talked about how I used it as an educational tool. I said, so that's, that would be my defense. I said, but realize, yes, they could easily take me to court and say, Hey, you played a clip from Sirius satellite radio and you didn't have the rights to do that. I said, so I'm taking a chance. And I go now, do I think Howard Stern is listening to my podcast? Do I think any, no, if Benji Bronk might be, I used to email back and forth. He's one of the guys, one of his writers I go, but you know, um, so I always assume that that you know is is in Clubhouse. I always assume it's being recorded, and yet yeah. on the same hand, I also assume that nobody's listening to my podcast. But, well, but inherently, though, the platform really is not a it's not a recorded right. platform. And so, uh, what I've watched is now you guys get on there. It's it's Thursday nights, and you get a lot. Like I mean, you get a lot of folks to jump in there, and then. Uh, you said something about me. It's a different kind of engagement than the podcast. Talk a little bit about that. Because I want to engage, but in a podcast, we there's really not a lot of that. Besides because, the chat room, right? Yeah, and, and it's a much smaller audience that are right, listening yeah, live yeah. Saturday afternoon. Um, you know, we get the bulk of our stuff that, that hits Monday morning, uh, maybe uh, Sunday night or yeah. something. People are listening to this stuff on their own time or whatever. Uh, but being able to talk, to the person and the people that write into us and stuff, a lot of the stuff that happens on our show happened because the audience told us, yeah. Hey, why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? And I'll say when it comes out, Oh my God, that's a great idea. Circle that idea. And it becomes mine at that point. There's no, uh, you know, Hey, thanks. Thanks for this. Yeah. It becomes my, it's mine. It's that good. You yeah. know, I joke with them that uh, it's that good, but we incorporate it in because what, you know, as a retailer, what you want to do is give the customer what they want. So they're coming right out and telling you this is what they want. How much easier can it be? <laughs> Let's it. give them what they want instead of fight and say, no, I'm going to make them want this instead. No, just give them what you want. They'll say, okay, we'll give you that. Yeah. And, and they take well to it. I never will forget when I was uh, working for the New Media Expo and the guy moved it to be part. It was a breadcrumb on the table of the NAB. And they separated the community The like the courses were over here and the, the hangout area was over here and we get done. And he's like, so what's the word on the street? And I go, well, I talked to a lot of people. Uh, I said, and since we moved here with the NAB, I go, I don't think it's a case where people hate change. I go, they really, really hated it. I go, they, they, I said, nobody could find anybody. It was too much walking. It was just decentralized. I go, absolutely. I didn't have one person that said, they said when they, when we found the speakers, they were great. I said, so, okay. sounds like I did my job. I said, but all in all, they really hated the new media expo being part of NAB. And the owner looked at me and goes, well, that's too bad. He goes, because we're, oh. we're, and I was like, wow, you're like, he's just like, ah, I don't care. And now, of course, he also then. Now, why did he ask the question? Why did he ask the question? Exactly. 
not the answer we didn't want to hear, but yeah, and yeah, uh, well, but, but sometimes we we get down, we start going down a path our, of our own. Like, no, I want, I want, especially in retail, I want my retail business to be this way. And when the customer starts saying, "Look, I'm going to buy it from you this way," yeah, right, they're ready to give you money. But I, I, I want you to do it this way. Yeah. I think you got to take some of that you, feedback. You right? have to pivot. You have to yeah. change up and stuff. And much, much like I said, as an older guy, notice the way we did it in the 60s right. back in the day. This is the way it was. People <laughs> come in and they gave us coins. And that's how it worked. <laughs> no, they, they give a credit card now. Yeah. Well, we don't accept credit cards. Are you out of your mind? Yeah. That's how people pay for things right. now. So right. change up or, or, or go out. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. You also get um, back to Clubhouse. You also get ideas or subjects from Clubhouse that then you bring into the after show. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Be, it almost becomes the show now. I'm, I'd, I'd say 80% of the time, what is discussed on Clubhouse is, you know, notes are taken during it. And I said, okay, we got something here. And that becomes the after show yeah. uh, for the following week. And then the people in Clubhouse, that obviously a smaller group or something, they hear it, but we've cleaned it up a little. We've taken out what, what, what certain things were said. It's only a 20-minute after show, yeah. and that becomes the Clubhouse. We go one hour. Right. It's the Cigar Power Hour is what we call it. Right. And that was because somebody wrote into our regular show and said, I love the Clubhouse thing. There's no advertising. There's no nothing. It's just a power hour of, hmm. and I go, that's good. Okay, Cigar Power Hour. <laughs> and and uh, we've got to figure a monetization of that. I haven't done that yet, but well, it could again, be a we lead, got a build for us. It could be a lead generation tool too, right? I mean, it doesn't. Not everything has to have. I know you yeah, disagree does. with that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an entrepreneur. This is what I do. I, uh, at the end of it, 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 it took three and a half years for the first ad. Three and a half years for me to get the first ad, every, a, a two-hour show every single week. Um, so it, it's not like I'm one of those guys that say, okay, where's the money coming? Yeah. I'll, I'll wait and be patient, but at least I have to have a plan ahead to say, that, and this is how it's going to happen, which I don't have yet, but right. I'll get one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you, three and a half years, Dave. I was going to say, well, how long was that again? Yeah, there's that three years again. Yeah. That's uh, right, so we we hear that all the time in podcasting that it really it really kind of that three year mark is kind of where things start for for some not yeah anymore, but they yeah. start moving yeah is there yeah. a Joe Rogan out there that boom the guy blew up and stuff far and few between I mean it, yeah. it it's in the majority of them are never going to make three years right you know I, mean, well, I don't know what the percentages of that. Well, and Joe started in 1989. That's what most people right. forget. I'm yeah. like, he started to stand up in 1989, and I forget it was a lot of years before he even made like his first CD. I think I want to say it was like four years, and it took him, you know, there's, it, it took him a long time to get that hundred million. I'm like, he earned like every that story, right? Yeah. Ten years to, to, to get yeah. that. Dave, Dave Jackson, we, um, you did this more. You used to do it more. You stopped yourself, and now I'm kind of wondering if we should come back to it, but. You used to take you'd float topics that you thought you were going to do on school of podcasting, right? Yeah, and you'd float them in this show on Ask the Podcast Coach, yeah. right? And then you felt bad about it because you got maybe you got some feedback that people were hearing the same thing twice. Yeah, right? I got some feedback from people saying, "Hey, like I was there, I heard it on Ask the Podcast Coach, and you're doing again on the School of Podcasting." So what I do now. Is a lot of times I will get the idea over here because I'm here with my live audience, and somebody will say, "Well, what about such and such?" and I'll and I'll answer it here, and then I'll put it back in the oven, 
And like, let me really think about this a second because that was off the top of my head. And I'll probably, what I try to do now is if I'm going to cover the more or less the same subject, it's the same subject, but maybe at a slightly different angle and maybe a little deeper than just what you and I did off the top of our head. So, but I had somebody say, hey, it's kind of a rerun. And I was like, I always assumed that they weren't listening to both shows, but they're like, no, we like you. Uh, and I was like, okay, well, that's great. Uh, but it was kind of different. But so, yeah, I, um, and there are times you'll hear me say it here. I'm like, Hey, just for the record, I'm going to talk about this on the school. So I'm kind of letting you know this, I'm going to do this twice. Cause this is a good topic. Like, um, yeah, anytime I find a really cool tool or something like that, because I assume that people aren't listening to both, or in some cases, maybe I talked about a, a tool at the beginning of this show, but I talked about it at the end of the School of Podcasting, so maybe you didn't get it there, things like that. And uh, or I, a deeper I, dive, you go, you say, or you leave a little thing hanging. I'll get more deep into that on the School of Podcasting. Yeah. So uh, some little thing hanging out there that I well, let me let me check on that and get yeah. back to you on that. And you're going to bring the person over. And I think there's some opportunities for cross promotion across those those properties, right? As we think about the even here ours, ask the podcast coach and School of Podcasting have that opportunity. And, and Dave, I was going to ask you, Dave Jackson, I was going to ask you. Is it bad that you got that feedback from a listener? Like, think of, I mean, if you think those two circles colliding, how many really listen to both? And just if you get one negative comment, right? That's true. You're you're making a decision based on one person's feedback. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, You know, do you you look at Ask the Podcast Coach? Let me peel the curtain back just a little bit as the funnel into School of Podcasting. That was the idea. I don't yeah. know that it's worked that way. Um, I it, it's, you work it that way, though, to be honest. No, I don't. I, I work it more. This is more gearing people to become an awesome supporter than a member of the School of Podcasting, when I think about that. Um, it's also, well, yeah. Uh, yeah, so that was, and that just happened. That was just something like, hey, Patreon came out. Let's Let's play with this thing. And it was like, all right, well, there you go. So. But from a content perspective, I think we could do, Dave Jackson, I think we could do more that would funnel yeah. folks yeah. to. Although, you know, it would be interesting. This is where you guys do an annual survey, right? Yeah. And it would be, it, Dave, this would be an area like, what is that mix of yeah. you know, who who listens to Cigar Authority? Who listens to, you have another one called Ash Holes. Yes. And then <laughs> Ash Holes. <laughs> <laughs> right. Then you you um, you've got the clubhouse and you've yeah. got the after show yeah and then so so you're kind of starting to think through who who's funneling into what and you may even have a situation where you want it to go both directions right you want to take some oh yeah cigar authority we we even play with the people that watch us on YouTube and the people that listen to the podcast now that's two different people a YouTube subscriber or something that get gets that so when we do the um, after show, it is only on audio. So we're talking about it during our show and say we've got a couple of thousand people that watch it on YouTube. The only way to get the after show is to be on audio only. But if you subscribe to MeWe, which, by the way, we're in tobacco, so we got thrown off of Facebook and all kinds of different things happen over the years because we're a tobacco thing and everybody knows how evil tobacco is. <laughs> so uh, we have to be careful of all those things. So I want people to subscribe in every aspect because when we get thrown off, where do we find you at that point? You've already subscribed. 
if you're listening to, to the after show, the only way to do it is to listen, unless you're on MeWe, because we, what do you do? You end up um, recording that that way anyway through yeah, YouTube. I, I, I record the video and um, pull the know, audio out of it. Yeah, I end up. So we have it. So we put it out there just as a gift for people to go to YouTube, MeWe, yeah. and then they can actually see the show which airs on Wednesday. The after show doesn't air on Wednesday, but we put it on the people for MeWe day right, on Tuesday, right. day early. So very, very quickly, we grew our MeWe audience because we gave them something special yeah. if they go there. And there's really nothing to look at anyway. But <laughs> and, and because I believe that, there's nothing to look at. It's an audio show. We said, all right, that's not enough to give them. You can see it. So let's just give it to them a day early. Yeah. So the video portion for just them shows up a day early, yeah. and then everybody else gets it there. But we bring it up. We, right. we say it during the regular show, and we watch our audience grow each, each and every way. So I, I want to grow, um, like you say, the shows, but I want to actually grow where they listen to this also in every aspect because I'm afraid – one of these people are going to throw us down, throw us out like yeah, YouTube. Right. The other one is Odyssey. That again, I, I learn all this stuff from you guys. Thank you. <laughs> um, and learn about the next uh, platform. And then I go see Ed the next day. And, you know, usually on Tuesdays, I see Ed Tuesday morning and I bring it up and he smiles because he knows exactly where I yeah, heard but, it. But, says, but oh, then, he's then got I, the information. He I doesn't say, always smile. I say it. thanks, Dave Jackson, for creating <laughs> more work for me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, uh, but nobody knows when you said MeWe, right? I mean, like uh, no who, one had heard of who's it. MeWe. Well, right? here's you want to watch Dave's head explode. Uh, check out. Um, I'll just give my affiliate link. If you go to supportthisshow.com/circle, I think it's circle.so or io or something like that. It's 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 basically your own Facebook that you can charge to get access to, um, and that way you don't have to worry about anybody kicking you off because you're paying for the platform. So, and you can actually let people it's the, the thing that's cool about it is you can give people as much power to communicate with each other or make it to where they only communicate with you and you can make groups and polls and it sends out a newsletter. Hey, here's what happened in the community that you missed and all sorts of fun stuff. And I've, it's funny because I keep interviewing people and this is not on purpose that have left Facebook and they've moved up to circle. So um, well, when you guys moved to MeWe, I was like, you guys are crazy. Yeah. Like, me, seriously, MeWe? And I, I reluctantly downloaded the app so I could be in there and such. But the, but you're there. There's people there. There's conversation there. And, and so your listeners have moved there. I mean, there's a very active group. Because, very active because And I say it to the audience. I'm afraid I was taken down off of Facebook. Right. Uh, we were taken off of Instagram. And there was talk about taking us down on YouTube because YouTube says you can't put commercial content in there. We have commercials during our show. Right. Uh, and we, we're tobacco. Right. So I right. go, okay, we're going down someday. <laughs> Let's start building, <laughs> building the next thing just yeah. in case. And this is and, where it's it's critical for us to have relationships with the other podcasters yes. in yeah. this space, yeah. right? Because yeah. we'll – Someone will write to Dave and say, hey, uh, YouTube just demonetized. So we start to get an idea of where this is going yeah. because we're all sharing our and you wanted And you wanted to pull it off, pull it out so that we got our old content because the second uh, Facebook took me down, I lost every picture of my graduation and everything that I had ever right. put up, right. gone. Right. And now 
uh, 12 years of the Cigar Authority that are all on YouTube, it's going to be gone if the day they click the button, yeah. it's over. It's already on so Odyssey, he, though. Yeah, he moved it over to Odyssey. Yeah, uh, which, uh, yeah which took a while, but it's done. Tiana wants to know if you have a mailing list. I would assume you do. A big one, I would think. Yeah. 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 So, uh, Dave, while you're, Dave Jackson, while you're queuing up the the awesome supporters, yes. uh, that for that, you know that that mailing list, you guys in Cigar Authority just came up with a, a one sheet kind of flavor wheel, right? Yes. For, and then one of the things to get that, yeah, I, I so, get your email address. Yeah. So uh, we we talked about this flavor wheel that I created, and we talked about the flavors on it. Then I said, uh, just go to uh, thecigarauthority.com and click flavor wheel and we'll send you a free flavor wheel. So it, the, the uh, page they get to says, what's your name and address? So they're assuming I'm going to mail it to them. What's your yeah. email address? Thank you. And now we send it by email. Right. Nice. But now I have your name and address and I have yeah. everything. In, and pretty and now, simple. A, a, yeah. Just a page. Yeah. Right? Just somebody, you've made a page. That's, that's it. That people download. And now they yeah. print it. Right. And um, the, that adds to the it. The other one was... Uh, it's both things, right? For audience engagement, now as part of the show, we do a weekly poll question of the week. When you go to answer that, we collect an email address and then count their vote in the weekly poll. Yeah. Nice. Is, the first customer that ever came in a two-guy smoke shop in 1985, I said, what's your, what's your name and address? So this has been going on for, <laughs> for 36 the years. <laughs> if you can't get a hold of your customer... You know, yeah. trying to get the new customer is so much work. The guy already came in, and now there's no way to have a conversation with them, no way to send a, a thank you card, a an email, nothing. Yeah. What a shame. And you go back to it 10 years later, and you'll say, I wish I did. So yeah. start collecting it. You know, you don't be a pain in the butt and, yeah. and send them stuff. Or spam them. Yeah. Or spam them. But at least you're able to get a hold of them and and customer service them. Tell them something they're looking right. for. Oh, my God, we have a new show. Blah, 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 blah. Just want you to know. Here you go, whatever. Yeah. And all of a sudden, like when we started MeWe, we go from zero to 300 people in one second. That's because we have a mailing list already to right. say, as opposed yeah. to start with number one again. Uh, Here yeah. we go. Your raging fans. Yeah. If you get a hold of your raging fans, you can tell them and they'll do it. Right. Well, and, and Dave, speaking uh, of uh, of raging fans and people we want to say thank you to. Uh, before you do that, can you give me a, give me uh, a quick Give pour another pour. Yeah, absolutely. You guys are thirsty. Uh, time. Unbelievable time. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can you do a double one? Yeah, sure. <laughs> there we go. You ready? Ah, thank I, you. I can't see what I'm doing, but that's Oh, it's so perfect. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, – we want to thank uh, James over at the Dog Podcast Network. If you haven't checked it out, what are you waiting for? If you got a, uh, a pooch of some sort, go over and check it out. He's got uh, the Dog Authority. He's got, especially if your dog has, uh, this is kind of a downer, but it's, talk about a niche. If your dog has cancer, he's actually got a podcast about that. Everything, if you have a dog, you got to check it out, dogpodcastnetwork.com. And we always thank our $20 supporters, and we definitely want to thank Michael Delaney from babymountainradio.com. I had I mentioned this a couple weeks ago. I said we're, Michael was he's been donating but somehow didn't show up as a donator in Patreon. And so I removed him from the list and Michael's like, "Hey, like you're still taking my money. What's the deal?" So I said, <laughs> yeah. "I I will mention you first 
babymountainradio.com. Uh, thank you, Michael, for being an awesome supporter. Um, the Indie Drop-In Network, if you have a true crime, a comedy, or a scary kind of story, you, he's got a whole audience over there that loves that stuff. You contact Greg, and he will uh, put your uh, episode into their network and help you grow your audience. Shane over at Torpreneur, if you operate a tour business or plan on starting one, this podcast is for you. Uh, Glenn the Geek Hebert over at horseradionetwork.com. If you have horsies, uh, go over and check out Glenn. He's got, I think, about 17, 18 different shows over there, all about horses. Uh, some weird guy named Ed Sullivan. Uh, you may have heard of him. You've actually heard him this week over at soniccupcake.com. Ed, Ed, what do you do over there at uh, soniccupcake.com? Dave, I, I do stuff over there, but what, <laughs> what, what I actually wanted to say here is, you know, even listening to the show today, I get a lot of value from this show. And, you know, I would encourage listeners to support people that are providing value you know, you to t- you. You tipped the waitress, brings you a cup of coffee and, that you paid for. And you didn't pay anything for this. Listen, I'm not naming names out there, but there's a lot of people out in this audience that come here for entertainment as much as for informational value. And there's a price for that to support the people that are giving you enjoyment and information. Um, I I do podcast stuff, Dave. It's it's sort of interesting. (laughs) Um, You know, every time you read it, you say, well, if you want your show edited, I barely accept any new people, you know. Ken um, doesn't like to work. Well, Let's just be really clear. About you know that. what it is, Jim? I, I only work on stuff that really interests yeah. me at this point. Yeah. So I, I do the cigar stuff. I do comedy stuff, a couple of other things. But yeah. unless I enjoy the content, it's not even worth doing for me. Well, thanks for supporting the show, Ed. Appreciate right. it. We appreciate that. Uh, Felix over at the Latin Podcast Awards. This has uh, been around since 2017. It's dedicated to enhancing the visibility of the Latinx podcast. Check it out, latinpodcastawards.com. Max Trescott up in the air at aviationnewstalk.com. So if you're a pilot or if you're into aviation, check him out, aviationnewstalk.com. Um, and I skipped one there by accident. KJST Media. It's an LGBTQ plus founded company focused on helping all levels of podcasters to grow their podcast. And Check him out. Dave, I, I would yeah. encourage people, if they need some editing done, support these folks who are supporting you. There we go. KJSTmedia.com. Uh, Greg over at Debt Shepherd, where he is teaching financial wellness. Uh, Kim at Toastmasters101.net. So if you're looking to develop your voice, reduce your editing time, or improve your content, Toastmasters101.net. And if you'd like to be an awesome supporter, uh, go over to askthepodcastcoach.com slash awesome. And if you want to just do a one-time donation, you can go over to askthepodcastcoach.com slash store. So thanks and to all of our awesome supporters for that. We do I am, appreciate it. I am barely even awesome, and even I support the show. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. This is your friendly boost reminder. It's time to boost. 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 Dave Garofalo, let me ask you this question on advertising. Because we just we just did an ad, you know, we did our ad. Yes. You have three segments during your show that you bring. Would you let another podcast that's tobacco related be an advertiser on your podcast? I, I think I would. It's never happened and nobody's yeah. asked, but um we have advertisers that we don't carry their product. Mm. <laughs> and I, you know, 
I say to them when they came forward and said, I'd like to advertise on the show. I said, that doesn't mean I'm going to carry your brand. It's not that simple or whatever it is. Um, and they said, I realize that, but you have an audience and it's not about, you know, which is great that they don't think our show is about the sales within our company. It is national and international at that point. And, um, We've had some for years, and we still don't carry their product. And there's their they're advertising yeah. the Senate, and they they don't stop, so they're getting value out of it. And that's the win win. If you're, you know, when it when it comes to a podcast advertising on a show, and I'm not cheap, you know, it's it's mm-hmm. expensive to advertise. I would kind of talk them out of it, saying, you know, there's people love oh this is many people listen to me but you can't put that in a bank how many people listen how many likes right i'd like to deposit some likes please (laughs) (laughs) doesn't work that way so you know i I don't think um that that is a good idea Uh, we do do uh and it started years ago as a uh share cross whatever we end up calling a magazine um, Cigar Journal magazine, we do a commercial for them, and they put an ad in their magazine for us, which was really good because it's an international publication done in three languages. So, you know, we, we got known in Germany and, and uh, Spain big time because we're advertising in there, but it doesn't cost me anything, and we advertise for them. So that's works both ways. What about what happens when you have a guest who is in the industry and you know, might represent company A, and then you got a company B advertisement right down below there at the same time. Does that get awkward? It, it happens yeah. every week, yes. except when Nick Perdomo is on right. the show. So one, we have segments of things happen, much like your coffee pour, right? right that right. all of a sudden it's there. So you're doing a coffee pour on somebody's podcast, and I have my own podcast, right. and here you are talking to me while you're advertising somebody else. Right. Well, one of our things is as we cut the cigar, brought to you by blah, blah, blah. I'm sitting there with the owner of brand B, Right. And I'm talking about brand A, and we're, we're, while he's cutting the right. cigar, yeah. and it's, 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 he, cutting his cigar is brought to you by his competitor. <laughs> right? How weird is that? Uh, but it, <laughs> but works. it works. It works. It works. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it does work. And I think some podcasters get would that would get very weird for them, and it may have some. It still may have some weirdness, but well, sometimes although, it does, depending if you know the guy's not. Friendly with the other guy, yeah. and I feel. Oh, everybody gets along in the in the <laughs> yeah, tobacco sure. industry, right? Well, yeah, there's no competition. Well, uh, <laughs> Love fest. You were at uh, the anniversary party. Dave had 16 of the biggest manufacturers of tobacco products at his party, and they were all hanging out together, talking to each other. So yeah. no fist fights in the parking no. lot. No, no. and, no. and <laughs> at the end, at the end of the night, that they go, they go back to trying to try take, to destroy each destroy, other. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's it. Well, and that's where you, you could always, if you wanted to, if you had something like a, a Patreon or something like that, you could always put a line that just, we reserve the right to, you know, limit the whatever, you know, give yourself an ad if you really wanted to. But my whole thing, I go back to the days of being a musician. We used to uh, be friends with other bands because they would let us know if a new club opened up or something like that. And we would do the same thing. And I'm like, look, if... I well, I had uh, Melissa, who's a, a she worked for Teachable. She's kind of a, a a course guru, and she's also a podcast consultant. And I just go with the thing like, look, if you've been listening to me for sixteen years and you decide to go with her, that's on me. That's not on her. It's like I, somehow I have failed you. I have not built enough of a relationship with you that you wanted to hire me to launch your podcast. And that's where I got to look at myself and go, okay, what am I? What can I do better? Because as a band, we were like. 
you know, we just want to be better than everybody else. And so, you know, we're like, oh, yeah, we're, we're fine talking about these guys because we think we're better. So and that doesn't mean I think I'm the best. But I to me, it's like I think we can learn from everybody and, and get insights and things like that. So if for some reason somebody goes to somebody else, I'm like, well, all right, well, let's look at why they did that. In a different style. They That's true. Style or whatever it is, it's, uh, yeah. you know, well, I've, I've, it's, it's funny because Daniel J. Lewis and I are friends and we've both sent emails to each other. It's like, well, I, I started listening to Daniel, but I don't know, that guy's kind of dry. And then he had one where the guy had said, oh, I was listening to Dave, but man, that guy's kind of goofy, you know, and it's like, so, uh, but they found the perfect person. You know, Daniel's very much a deep dive with uh, all sorts of facts, and and I'm much more of, uh, you know, uh, goofiness. I, I I embrace my goofiness. So that's yeah, absolutely, uh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Dave Jackson got a comment in the uh, in the chat saying today's show is really different. I like Jim's location today, Dave. As you clear that cough and get some get some liquid in there. Yeah. Um, how important is the sound stage here? I mean, this was intentional, right? And Ed, back up a little bit if you would on the on the screen, just so folks kind of get to see. Um, how important is this, and how do you use it more than just a place to record a podcast? Uh, I want it to look professional for um, the people that, that come in and actually look at it, also the manufacturers that come in as a guest or something to come in and look. You know, Again, I, I charge a lot of money for advertising. I want it to look a certain way. But we're a, on the second floor of a cigar shop, Yeah, and we started this thing with folding tables yeah. and sitting on the tray on the floor of the sales floor and people walking by us saying, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> Asking questions. Yeah. Right in the middle um, of the podcast. But I, I think everything should look as professional and proper as it possibly can. When I bought this stage, very expensive to buy this stuff. And um, the lady was asking me about it and they said, what station is this for? And I said, no, no, we, I'm putting a podcast studio together. And she said, oh, I'm sorry, that's not what you want. And then she shows me something else. And I said, no, that's exactly what I want. And I actually had a fighter to allow this. I said, don't let your boss hear you talking like this. Just sell me this. And um, I, I don't understand. But now I'm able to, this is a podcast studio. I built it for me. But it's sitting there, and then somebody says to me one day, what a shame. It sits here six days a week, 23 hours, yeah. and it's just sitting here. And then you know, you shouldn't make this available for other people. So now there's a whole bunch of podcasters that come here and do their show from here. So, you know, you figure that out as, as it goes on, but it, it was made just for me. Yeah. Uh, so it would look this nice. And again, it's a podcast. It's not a video thing. It's a podcast, but YouTube is the number two search engine, right? To Google. So there's a whole bunch of people listening to this show right now on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. So, the you know, how much can you get out of that and your show notes and all these things that can drive somebody to the next thing? Is, does it, after a long period of time, it's worth it. Is it worth it day one? No. My God, geez. You know, uh, I have a pizza oven in my yard. <laughs> cost me, say, $10,000 for this pizza oven. Well, the first time I made a pizza, they said, how's the pizza? I said, it's terrible. <laughs> $10,000 for that first pizza. <laughs> one, they're 5000 It's never going to be worth yeah. the pizza. You know, but it's the the whole overall experience. What's the value to it overall? And it's the look of it. And it, here I am on Ask the Podcast Coach, a show about podcasting, and you're showing my set. Have you ever shown anybody else's set before? No. no. So yeah. look, look at the value of that. Right. And maybe there's somebody in New England somewhere that says, 
geez, I want to look like that, and I don't have $100,000 to do. Okay, come here, and you can do your show right. at Studio 21, right? Yeah. Um, Craig wants to know if that's a non-smoking area. <laughs> it can it can be. Right now, it's not. I'm looking at an audience of, of smokers in front of me. Uh, yeah. yeah, I was just yeah. typing an answer. I would say uh, generally it is not a smoking area with the exception of the cigar podcast, but – the barbecue guys love to have a cigar on their right. show, so smoking is optional but encouraged. <laughs> and I, you know, I've got a person that rented it out. That and, and I kind of thought through this too. Like, do could should we be smoking a cigar today on Ask the Podcast Coach? And I, <laughs> I kind of defaulted to like, no, that's kind of not our normal thing here. You know, we did coffee pour and some other things, so. I kind of said, yeah, let's not. There's Scar Authorities coming on right after this, uh, and, and folks will be here to do that. But that was kind of my my choice. That felt like that stepped outside of Ask the Podcast yeah. Coach a little too much at that point, maybe. <laughs> People log in, they're like, I got the wrong channel. What's going on? Yeah. Yeah. Ed's off screen, and he was puffing on the cigar. But the off-camera talent, yeah, maybe. Okay. <laughs> So, it, but that was something I kind of thought through a little bit. Like, do we want to, do we want to do that? Right. And, you know, try, trying to stay in the feel of what we normally do here. It it may be, and you guys uh, on Cigar Authority have a pretty, I mean, there's a lot of things you can do. What we've done, you know, you've done uh, uh, liquor tastings like bourbon and whiskey <clears throat> and some of those kinds of things. You've had food on there. I brought soda the last time yeah. I was in here and we talked about that. So that opens up. Anything you wouldn't do on your on the podcast on the Cigar Authority? Anything you wouldn't <laughs> Boy. you wouldn't do nudity? That you wouldn't. Um, well, Dave, uh, there was one particular episode where Mister Jonathan had a few too many drinks, yes. and while he wasn't nude, he was down to his briefs. Okay, and yet there's a counter here, but the worst spot of all, he was sitting there, yeah. and the person who had it the worst. Was he had over there? Uh, I was a, I was the producer. I had a view that I don't I want to sit in this well. chair anymore. No, right? I can Can you bring me a new chair? I can't unsee that. <laughs> no, it's interesting because Cigar Authority. The the vibe of it is uh, a lounge experience. You know, people coming to sit with their friends and talk about a variety of yeah. topics. Yeah. So we often get into the food thing, which is why Dave created something. With and for our audience. Which is what? Well, you remember you made that cookbook? Ah, the Cigar Authority <laughs> Cookbook. So we, we just it's launched it. I, I asked uh, some of our listeners, the, the raging fans, I sent them out an email, and also the manufacturers of cigars and all of us on our show, in the Ash Holes, in the After Show, and said, okay, everybody send me so many words of about the recipe and put the ingredients in, and then take a, a good picture of the finished dish. I compiled it all. I made a 120-page um, book, uh, the Cigar Authority Cookbook, and um, we all the money goes to a charity, and uh, the book is now on Amazon. It's on uh, Barnes & Noble. It's on thecigarauthority.com, and it's only been maybe a week or so uh, that it's out there, but uh, we put a cookbook out, it wasn't a lot of heavy lifting, to be honest with you, because everybody did their page, right? Mm -hmm. So we were able to uh, fill it up, and I had to, you know, had to have it edited and, and all that, so there was a little expense to it. But um, 
it, it's a marketing tool where we're pairing the dish with a cigar mm-hmm. on top of it. The raging fans will see how, how they like it if they feel that they uh, need to buy that and have something like that. But uh, it was just another engagement of the listener and another, you know, you'll, you'll see it. Till you, you've been here before when they do it. The people come up, they, they know me, they like me, they trust me, and they know all of us. And we don't know them because they're listeners of the show, right. but they do feel like they know us. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just trying it out. It's, it's another form of engagement. We talked about some things coming up in the future that we talked about. How do we continue to engage with the listener and, and be part of our um, little social club, which is the, the lounge experience, like yeah. Ed said. That, that's that's uh, what we do. Hey, we have – I know you guys uh, – we, we're doing a post show, but you guys can't – you guys got to run and get ready for your show. So I wanted show. to get this question in. Uh, could you publish a private video on YouTube and then embed it on your website and not get in trouble with YouTube? And I was like, so, I, no, um, yeah. you, you can yeah. certainly publish the video on your website, which we do. But if YouTube gets to the point where they deem there is content they don't want, your channel's going to be removed from YouTube. Yeah. When your channel's gone, it's still not going to help you. Yeah, and that, yeah, that t- doesn't make a lot of sense because you're trying to take advantage of the search engine capabilities in yes. YouTube. Yeah. And yeah. if you make those stuff pri- private, make that stuff it private, doesn't it, doesn't, it doesn't work yeah. that way. Uh, you could, yeah, you could, you could still do that. We do it, still, in fact. We do it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's not private in this case, right? But, yeah, yeah. Well, I want to, I want to pimp something else because uh, Ken says, "Man, that cigar dude is a genius." Check out Dave's book, um, David versus Goliath, how to compete and beat the online giant. And it's, it's for brick and mortar stores, but there's a lot of stuff in there that you can use, uh, and apply it to your podcast. It's a, it's a great book. And, uh, that also is available at Amazon. We had, we had Dave Groffo on the podcast last year when I was out here and we talked a bunch about that book. Yeah. So if, Folks want to get more. If you love these ideas, we kind of we we kind of talked yeah, about some ideas out of the book and got in. That would be a good one to go back to. Um, Dave Groffalo, any any other uh, engagement ideas as we think about the last oh two minutes? How about a, a one minute idea? Anything off the top of your head when you think about audience engagement? We haven't talked about. Uh, we do a poll of the week. We do. Uh Emails, we read a few emails, and we give somebody a prize each time. Um, one thing we're working on, those, those that are in the audience are going to hear it for the first time, that we kind of worked it together the other day of we're going to make a challenge coin, yeah. and we'll make one with, with a, an advertiser on the other side of it, which we call the front. The back side is us. <laughs> it's a coin. It could go either way, right? Yeah. And um, we'll have it so that they have that, and if they bump into the manufacturer – during that course of that year, they'll get a little something from them, and we'll give this out to our care package people, that's sort of people that buy the cigars weekly that we're going to smoke during the show, and then we'll hopefully turn that years into something that the, they wish they had that first coin. And um, the whole, whole evolved, Barry, who's sitting here in the audience, brought it to my attention a week or so ago. It evolved over the week uh, talking with you and everything, and how, how do we turn this into more than just that? Yeah. Uh, and engagement is going to be part of it. That they, well, they're going to engage with other fans of the show. I hope uh, this is what military does. So it's not a new idea or anything, but taking it to a podcast is probably yeah. new, unless you've heard somebody else do that. But you guys that are doing podcasts, do it. Do, yeah. do it. Yeah. Dave, Dave, thanks for hosting us, and thanks for hosting after the podcast. My, my honor. Thank yeah. you. Ed, thanks for hosting me. 
Absolutely. For an actual place to stay, which is it's pretty great. And hanging out with Ed Sullivan is always awesome. And so, Dave, where ahead. can we find all your stuff? Um, TwoGuysTheGuys.com, the number TwoGuysTheGuys.com if you want cigars, if you want books and things like that. It's DavidGaroppolo.com uh, or uh, Amazon and all those places or whatever. But the hell with Amazon. DavidGaroppolo.com. <laughs> Uh, and the um, United Podcast Network is where we network all the shows that happen here, so you can check that out also. Nice. Jim, are you doing an episode this week? No, I took the week off. I'm here. We- I'm say you're on the road. Yeah, I know. I took the week off. Absolutely. How about you, Dave? Uh, this week, I believe I'm going to do the episode I've been talking about for like a month and a half, and that is breaking down the different features of the different podcast hosts, because I saw somebody this morning that said, like, what's the difference between a free and a paid host? And the answer is, what's the difference of, let's say I had a flat road in Oklahoma and a flat road in Arizona, and I took the same Corvette and put it there. It's not going to go any faster. It's the same thing. It's all the features on top of it that make the difference. So I'm going to break that down and kind of, which will go over well. I'm going to Pittsburgh next week. So maybe while I'm there, they'll be like, hey, that last episode, you're fired. We'll see. So, uh, but uh, stick around. We are going to, uh, Jim and Dave have to run to do their show, but we are going to do some post show here. So feel free to stick around. I see I got a question that we're going to talk about. So thanks everybody for showing up. Stick around for some post show.